Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Judges 2. Israel rebuked. Now the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochum. And he said, I brought you up out of Egypt and led you into the land which I have sworn to your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And as for you, you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down their altars, but you have not obeyed me. What is this you have done? Therefore, I also said, I will not drive them out before you, but they will become as thorns in your sides and their gods will be a snare to you. When the angel of the Lord spoke these words to all the sons of Israel, the people lifted up their voices and wept. So they named that place Bochum, and there they sacrificed to the Lord. Joshua dies. When Joshua had dismissed the people, the sons of Israel went each to his inheritance to possess the land. The people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who survived Joshua, who had seen all the great work of the Lord which he had done for Israel. Then Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110, and they buried him in the territory of his inheritance in timnath Harris, in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. All that generation also were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord, nor yet the work which he had done for Israel. Israel serves Baals. Then the sons of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. And they forsook the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt and followed other gods from among the gods of the peoples who were around them and bowed themselves down to them. Thus they provoked the Lord to anger. So they forsook the Lord and served Baal and Ashtaroth. The anger of the Lord burned against Israel and he gave them into the hands of plunderers who plundered them and he sold them into the hands of their enemies around them. 
so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Wherever they went, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord had spoken and as the Lord had sworn to them, so that they were severely distressed. Then the Lord raised up judges who delivered them from the hands of those who plundered them. Yet they did not listen to their judges, for they played the harlot after other gods and bowed themselves down to them. They turned aside quickly from the way in which their fathers had walked in obeying the commandments of the Lord. They did not do as their fathers. When the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge and delivered them from the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of those who oppressed and afflicted them. But it came about when the judge died that they would turn back and act more corruptly than their fathers in following other gods to serve them and bow down to them. They did not abandon their practices or their stubborn ways. So the anger of the Lord burned against Israel. And he said, because this nation has transgressed my covenant, which I commanded their fathers and has not listened to my voice, I also will no longer drive out before them any of the nations which Joshua left when he died in order to test Israel by them, whether they will keep the way of the Lord to walk in it as their fathers did or not. So the Lord allowed those nations to remain, not driving them out quickly, and he did not give them into the hand of Joshua. I just realized uh, I just went through a four or five minute beautiful rant. But... The recording was not actually started. So maybe I saved you from that rant. But the knowledge and the passion that goes behind it is still true and still ringing in this room. So I'll save you the rant, but I will bring to you the truth. Here's the truth. The truth is that generation by generation, We've been pulled further and further away from God before. And then when we realize that separation causes many problems, we've turned back towards God and gleaned to him and pursued him more vigorously than we had prior to it. And then when we feel like all this blessing and prosperity and everything kind of we're in the top of the world, we lose grip. We forget who helped us to get there. We move away from God again. And in this process, you've seen mass shootings, you've seen pandemics, you've seen murders, you've seen uh, divorces, you've seen abuses, you've seen so many different things, suicides, all these abortions and things that are happening. It seems as if we're at like this big peak moment in history, but we're not. This has happened before. This has happened over and over and over again. Now it says that in the end of days, there will be an increase, but it doesn't say that it will begin in the end of days. It says that it will begin to increase, but it's still there, still present. Now we, we just had tornadoes a few weeks ago and those tornadoes are not the first tornadoes. They're not even the strongest tornadoes. They're just more frequent than what we've had in the past. They're becoming, they're coming more often, not stronger. We're being led to believe that all of a sudden the the um, experience that we're we're facing today is stronger than it ever has been. 
And it's a fear mongering is what it is. Because when you're in fear, people have power over you. Fear is not a tool of God. Fear is a tool of the enemy. And the enemy wants us to stop leaning on God. Stop pursuing God. In Judges 2, it says that then up after that generation had passed and gone, then up came the next generation, which did not even know the Lord or what he had done for them. Well, we're in that type of a generation today. People are turning from the church left and right. They're being pushed away by schools. They're being pushed away by medicine, by science, by politics. They're being pushed away from the church. But they're also losing faith in the church because they're not getting the truth as it should be given in the church. They're being taught things that have weakened the church because we're getting more information from third-party commentators or pastors or seminarians or, or something, not from the Bible itself. We are not being taught how to read the Bible and to find the truth in the Bible. We're not being taught how to engage the Holy Spirit to understand and find clarity and truth in the Bible. We are instead being taught that in order for you to understand the Bible, you have to listen to someone else, another man. God was very clear when he said this. Do not put your faith in man. Man will fail you. He said, put your faith in him, in God. And also in Ecclesiastes, Solomon wrote that there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. Uh, Pandemics come and go. Murder rates rise. Murder rates decrease and increase over and over again. Abortion rates increase and decrease. Divorce rates continue to cycle up and down. Wars, nation to nation, over and over again. It's not anything new. There's nothing new under the sun. But under heaven, under heaven, there's redemption. Under heaven, there's freedom. Under heaven, there's newness. Under heaven, there's truth. Stop living your life under the sun. Stop leaning on man to tell you what is or isn't truth. Go to the one who created it all. We're living in a time that's described in this judges too. And it's kind of frightening. Because typically the church, typically those uh, leaders would be able to bring people back, would be able to point and say, you know, the prophets would be able to say, no, you need to repent. You need to look, turn back to God. God is telling you today that if you do not repent, this is going to be the consequence. But today, unfortunately, and I'm not talking about every church, I'm talking about the majority of them. The majority of the Judeo-Christian churches are out for themselves and they're they are behaving as wolves in sheep's clothing. And they are leading the people away from God's truth. They're leading them towards man's 
truth, which is a watered-down, diluted version of what God intended. So, live that life under heaven. Choose heaven. Choose God's truth over man's truth. Father God, please, I just ask that you could just give us the courage, give us the knowledge, give us the clarity to pursue truth, to seek after you. You said clearly, your word says that if we seek you and your righteousness, your kingdom, your face, everything's going to be taken care of for us. So, Father, I just pray that we um, just make the choice and do that that we're not just hearing this word, but we're living it and we are doing it. Father, please help those who um, just seem to have a, a contradiction in them. Help them to, to have the Holy Spirit to iron that out, that they can live in truth and in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.